Welcome back, podcast listeners. It's a historic event here this evening. We are celebrating our 25th episode, and we're going to do something just a little bit different tonight. We've got our four special guests today, and we are going to play Anatomy Trivia. Oh, yes. Anatomy Trivia. So for our listeners at home, please take out a pen and paper and start to quiz yourself. For our four contestants here, first and foremost, put your phones away. (laughs) Second, you will write on your pieces of paper, one through 15, we will have 15 questions. You will have a short period of time to answer the questions. You will not be able to change your answers because Brian will make sure that you are answering what you indeed wrote on your paper, and Brian will be keeping score. Are you guys ready? No. No! (laughs) Have you had enough beer? (laughs) No. Definitely no. Yes. All right. I'm going to purposefully answer everyone wrong, just so you know. Then then we know that you are throwing it, just like the Phoenix Suns are throwing their 2018 NBA season. I think they might actually be trying. They're just that terrible. (laughs) I'm going to pretend to answer all of mine wrong, but really that's, that might be my actual answer. <laughs> you know, I'm actually nervous about this. It's, it's too bad we don't have I'm, Dr. 800 I'm very here. nervous about you know, this. It's too bad we don't have Dr. 800 joining us for this podcast because, you know, he'd probably be able to dominate everything. Are we yeah. doing like Gary Gray anatomy or are we doing like what I learned in PT school? Ooh, I don't know. That, that's that's a good question, Larissa. That is a good question. You'll just have to wait and see what some of that question is. When you say Gary Gray anatomy, you mean actual anatomy? Yes. What, what really happens to people? <laughs> yeah, that one. Okay. Well, and you guys know how weird my brain is, so just Unfortunately. Ready. I'm worried. All right. Question number one. What is the strongest muscle in the body? Ooh, I'm getting some good looks. <laughs> Rissa was pretty eager in her answer. Alicia's trying to cheat. <laughs> We're gonna go Sarah, Alicia, Larissa against Paul on this on these questions here. Three on one. <laughs> That's reasonable. That's completely fair. Alright, you guys ready? Yep. Larissa, you get to start. Tongue. I also had tongue, but I'm pretty sure the heart has the most endurance, so I don't know. That's not the strongest. Yeah, you didn't qualify strength. How we measure <laughs> strength here? Okay, power production. Ooh, strength. Now we're getting production. like into size and all kinds of other things. Probably something tiny. Wait, just a minute. Is this no the idea. same question, or is yeah. this a new question? That, that, no, okay. it's the same question. Just you, can't, you can't change your answer, Alicia. Those are the rules. Was tongue not correct? I'm not telling you the correct answer. Oh. You all answer. You want me to know it? Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how specific you wanted to be, so I said a jaw muscle of some sort. <laughs> yeah, I just said the quadriceps. I kept it dumb. The masseter. Brian, Judge, are we going to give Sarah credit for that? I, I think we can give her credit for that. Yeah. So technically the strongest muscle in the body is the masseter or the jaw the muscle. muscle. However, much of the ma- masseter's strength comes from the jaw's lever-like power. The quadriceps and gluteus maximus are strongest in terms of striated muscle fiber density. So do I get partial credit for my Yeah, answer? I'll give you partial credit. I'll give you one-eighth of one point. All right, I'm, I want it. That might be the only eighth I get tonight. <laughs> I'm off the snide. All right, <clears throat> question two. Which finger, if lost... 
No, not that finger. <laughs> would result in roughly 50% reduction in your grip strength. <laughs> Hint, it is not the finger you all threw at me. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in PD score right now when you look around at people taking tests and everyone's like <laughs> trying to mimic motions and figure out what's happening and they're staring at the ceiling and turning their head and rotating. I've got like flashbacks of the back of the class right now. It's happening. Well, you sat in the back of the class so you could see what everybody else was doing. Second to last row, not the full back. Oh, you're right, you're right. Back left. <laughs> everybody got an answer? All right. Alicia, you're first. Is it the pinky finger by any chance? I said digit five. Fifth digit. Second digit. It is the fifth digit. We have three people correct. Good I want to thank Ty for that. He has told me this before, so I actually knew this. So thank, thank you, Ty, our <laughs> CHT and hand director. I appreciate your assistance here. And yes, we had one of our uh, hand technicians qualify that. She actually lost 75% of her grip strength when she did not use her pinky. But statistics show that it is 50% reduction. Question three. This is a Brian Schulte-based question. Which major bone in the body has no muscular attachment to it? And I will accept two answers because there are two major bones. <laughs> a shout out to Jen Lee of Practice Performance. She knew this answer right away. So we'll see if our contestants will know it as well. Ryan, do not give away any hints. Don't do it. I'm blinking on the name right now. Oh, come on. It's a commonly mispronounced word. Ooh, that's a big hint, listeners. Ooh, that's a big hint, right? I wrote mine down, so in Sarah's uh, erasers, which is cheating, I'd like to say there. <laughs> he didn't ask for our answers yet. There's still time to change. I see two really blank stares and two people who have an answer down. Uh-uh, quit looking. Nope. Can I just Put your look pen at down. the name of it? Nope. All right, you got an answer, Sarah? No, I don't have a clue. Paul. So I'm kind of cheating here, but I just wrote down the entire inner ear because there are bones that comprise that. There are no muscles oh. that connect to it. And it is major because when you guys are dizzy, it sucks. So <laughs> it is major via the classification of Paul. That's a good one. So that's my answer. That's a good answer. Larissa or Alicia? I can't think of the name of it, but it's in your neck. The hyoid bone? No, no that there's a lot of things yeah, that attached to that. <laughs> it's not attached it's to any other bone. Floating. Oh, it's floating. No, yeah. floating. There's, there's no a lot of muscle attachment there. <laughs> oh, okay. I know, but I'm saying Full the hyoid doesn't yeah. attach to Okay, whatever. You got, do you have an answer, Alicia? I don't really have an answer, but can you technically give me credit for patella because it's encased no, in the quad tendon? It doesn't technically. Have that was my first answer. That is not correct. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Paul because the incus of the inner ear is one of the bones that does not have a direct muscular attachment. The other two bones of the inner ear do, interestingly enough. The other major bone is the talus. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, it is the lovely talus. Yes. Or the talus, as some would say. There's the mispronunciation. You're welcome for that one, guys. Thanks, Brian. All right, here's a softball to re-raise our contestants' uh, confidence. <clears throat> Larissa, if you don't get this question right, you might have to forfeit something. Uh-oh. Please name the three primary knee extensors in gait according 
to Gary Gray. <laughs> I was going to ask what we, <laughs> we were going with on this one just to make sure. Marissa, if you don't get this right, you might have to fel- forfeit your fellowship. <laughs> I might have to. And for those of you listening, you will have to try this at home with a friend by blocking these three muscle function. Ryan will help her. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel partially responsible for this question, too, so my apologies, gang. I had some influence on these questions. <clears throat> Brian and I might have been plotting this for the last three weeks. He's been talking about it nonstop at work for the last three it's weeks. because I was that excited about it. Isn't this fun? All right. So this is pretty fun. I think I need this review. <laughs> <laughs> I'll list the first one. What's the first one, Larissa? Solius. Okay, you get one-third of a point. <laughs> That's the only one I was sure about. <laughs> I, I assume have, one of the hamstring muscles might be a part of it. I have soleus and hamstring question mark as well. I am not confident in my answer, but I have soleus, post tib, and pronius longus. Ooh, Paul dominates yet another. Paul! <laughs> and the surprise of the century. <laughs> like I said, this was going to greatly play into Paul's strengths. Sorry, I, I do work constantly with Tim Spooner and he loves tangents of nothingness. So um, yeah, I've definitely heard him mention this before. All right, question five. What is the only internal organ that can regenerate itself? Hint, if you watch Grey's Anatomy, you should know the answer to this. Mm-mm. It is Meredith Gray's submission to the Gray Sloan Memorial Hospital competition. Paul, what's your answer? Did she try to grow little kidneys? What did she try to grow? I don't remember in the show. There was a bunch of little ones. How do you not remember this? We watch it every week. No, I can't remember what she did. It was well, she wanted to do livers so the individual was dying, but that's not what it was. She that was not how it, the mouse wasn't livers. The mouse was livers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was livers. She grew a bunch of livers. What'd you answer? I had spleens. I had nothing but I'm gonna go with liver. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sarah gets a point, Paul does not, nobody else does. Sorry, so Paul. I was thinking initially- You logic through it. I was thinking of the patient that Meredith found all of the livers, because that was little spleens. Right? I was also so thinking of that patient, and it was little spleens, for the record. Spleen not regenerate itself. In this patient, in Grey's Anatomy, it did. It did, and Grey's Anatomy is obviously very <laughs> yes, realistic, it is very so we're basing our answers off of that. All right, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah gets the point. Brian, do we have a score update? Uh, yeah, right now our score is Larissa with a third of a point because she had solely a four. Alicia has one and one third points. Sarah has three and one third points. And Paul has three and one eighth of one point. <laughs> so we got a real barn burger going here, Cotton. You know this game isn't going well when the, uh, everyone has an eighth of some random point. <laughs> All right. So the next question, <clears throat> we will accept an answer within one standard deviation. How many bones make up the human skull? <laughs> you know, I'd like to note right now we're getting a lot of blank stares. Yeah, and you know Dan loves to treat that human cranium because it doesn't fuse, so come on. 
We already maimed one of the bones earlier when we were talking about the throat, so there's a hint that there's at least one, the hyoid bone. We already talked about three others in the inner ear, and there's two ears, so there's six more, so that's at least seven. You got it, you got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Paul, what's your answer? Twelve. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> Larissa. Sixteen. No. Alicia. Okay, I didn't copy her that time, but I also had sixteen. <laughs> I and going, I didn't copy you. <laughs> I'm gonna confidently answer twenty-three. Ooh. Sarah is the closest. It is twenty-nine. Ladies and gentlemen, there are eight cranial bones, fourteen facial bones, six auditory bones. And the hyoid. Yes, you guys all forgot the face. I forgot the face existed. <laughs> I totally forgot the face. I didn't treat Bell's palsy. No How did you not pick that up when you mentioned the hyoid? I don't listen to Dan until I got through PT school. <laughs> Thanks. I love you too, buddy. All right. Question seven. From where do we lose approximately 80% of our body heat? Our random guest, who is not a physical therapist, got that question right. <laughs> Alicia, you should look at your husband and figure out what he just did, because he was correct. Sarah, what's your answer? The head. Correct. I concur. The head. Cody gave it away for me. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> see, that was a softball question. All right. <clears throat> question eight for all of my postural restoration therapists. How many breaths do we take on average in a day? <laughs> How many times do we, no, put your phone down. I'm just using the calculator. How many, do we use that good old diaphragm? How many times a day do we use that diaphragm? In the 24 hour day? That's how long one day is, last <laughs> time I checked. <laughs> My goodness. Our contestants are currently using their calculators on their phone. Let's go ahead and note that. But they are not Googling. I am making sure that we are not having any cheating. What's our plus minus on this answer? Like how many breaths can we be within? One standard deviation. Same thing as the cranial bones. There's way more than 12 cranial bones. <laughs> or bones that make up the human skull, I should say. Because there's only eight cranial bones. Got your answers, mathematicians? Yes. Paul, you were very confident in your answer. What's your answer? <laughs> um, I have 31,680. I have 23,760. I have 28,800. I have a range of 21,000 <laughs> no. to 23,000. You know, it all depends on what that respiratory rate is. He did say average. <laughs> However, average well, then the average of that rate. would be 22,000. I'm going to give a bonus. Oh, oh, Sarah, if you wouldn't have changed your answer, I was going to give you a bonus. You just said point. the average, but you can give me the bonus. So everybody is within, wait, what did you say? 23,760. What did you say? 28,800. So I'm going to give a point to Larissa and Sarah because they are both within one standard deviation. On average, it is about 23,000 times per day. I don't well, believe this is an anatomy question. Sure it is. It's a diaphragm qu question. How'd you pronounce that? 
Diaphragm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard G in there. <laughs> Question nine. Name two organs or body parts that never stop growing. That's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. stairs again. I, I didn't realize that some of these questions were going to be that challenging. Can you repeat that? Name two organs or body parts that, or body parts that never stop growing. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> no, that'll give away the answer. Do you need the country of origin as well? <laughs> uh, yes, please. The origin of the word. It is Latin to Greek to American. I'm assuming this is when the patient's alive or the person's alive, right? We're not doing the stupid when you die, what keeps growing thing. No, we're not. Okay, good. <laughs> what? It's a common misconception that fingernails keep growing after death and it's mm. actually the skin just retracts and makes the fingernails look longer, but it's not actually growing. That's disgusting and I don't know how you know that. <laughs> wow, that's all I can say to that. <laughs> Sarah, what's your answer? I have the hair and nails. Yes, those are both correct. I have that in the opposite order, nails and hair. Yes, that is both correct. Two points. Again, I also have the, the nails hair order. I have hair, nails, and eyelashes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the, other, the other ones that, that, that people commonly answer, skin. Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. That's a good one, right? The nose, the schnozzle doesn't stop growing, and your ears never stop growing. I did have ears growing. Yeah, so, I mean, Paul has a unique talent that he can wiggle his ears independent of each other. He just proved to us here at this table. All right, Brian, after, uh, oh, hold on, we got to do question 10, then we'll get a score update. All right. Since we just did a podcast on the neuro, the nervous system that, yes, a whopping one out of every one patient has. All right, Dr. Kincaid here for my Creighton fellows. No, that's Dr. <laughs> that's, that's Dr. Threlkill. That is not Dr. Kincaid. <laughs> Which column slash pathway is responsible for discriminative touch, vibration, pressure, and positional sense? I have to sh shout out to one of our newest therapists at Spoon of Physical Therapy, Jaime in our East Chandler Clinic. Knew it right away. Ooh. Can you repeat the question? Sure. Which pathway slash column is responsible for discriminative touch, vibration, pressure, and positional sense? And I have no idea if it decusates or not. <laughs> I've long since forgotten this since yep. I passed boards and don't care any longer. I had to look this one up. This is second semester PT school for us, so that was uh, spring of 2008. Way too long ago. I had influenza A during that test. I'm pretty sure mine's wrong, but it's the only track I can remember, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm right. All right, Larissa, what's your guess? Spinothalamic. Alicia. I also had spinal thalamic. Are you guys cheating over there? <laughs> I'm not cheating, and I'm not going to lie to you. One of the reasons that I think it's spinal thalamic is because I heard you say that word earlier today, and I don't think it would have come to your mind 
by coincidence. Actually, I actually Paul randomly that. stated it earlier today. <laughs> but I think it. <laughs> and all of my logic is gone. <laughs> I think that actually does more pain. Sarah. And I discussed it because it's still I remember that. I have to apologize to Dr. Kincaid. I have no clue. <laughs> I said the lateral column. <laughs> it is the dorsal column or the medial lemniscal pathway. So unfortunately, Mr. Schulte, nobody gets this question. Can you right. confirm that the spinal thalamic is for pain? Uh, I I'm believe the sure. spinal thalamic is for pain. I'd yes. actually go back and look at All my right. notes. Can I get a I'm point pretty... for at least getting that no, right? No, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> no. Mr. Schulte, we need a score update here. All right. So we have for Larissa three and one third points. <laughs> Remember, we're doing factorial points here. Uh, for Alicia, three and one third points. Catching up. Uh, that's called a tie. <laughs> oh, yes. For Sarah, six and one third points. For Paul, five and one eighth of one. Sarah, points. you're beating Paul. How? I have no idea. All right. <clears throat> the next question is a, is a major softball question. Paul, if you don't get this right, I am going to be seriously concerned. Pressure. Damage to what cranial nerve causes uh, uh, Bell's palsy? Uh, <laughs> and it's funny because you mentioned Bell's palsy earlier. This is true. Do we need the name of it or the cranial nerve like number? Either one is fine. I have both in there. <laughs> oh my. Baseball signs here. For okay, Paul. Larissa is stealing second. <laughs> it is not the fifth oh. cranial nerve, Larissa. It's the facial right. nerve. It is the facial nerve. <laughs> Which is cranial nerve number seven. So it, did you write down <laughs> facial nerve? Yes. Okay, she, Larissa gets a point for facial nerve. Alicia. I had facial nerve, but I couldn't come up with which number it is. <laughs> facial nerve number seven. I just wrote seven in Roman numerals. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> like I said, that was a softball of a question. We have to add a little bit of a morale booster after question 10. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Question 12. This is the only part of the body that truly cannot heal itself after injury. To my knowledge. My answer is not going to be the right answer, but I'm just going to make an argument for it, just so everyone's ready. Oh, God. We might have to. Will you ask the question again? What is the only part of the body that cannot heal itself after injury? (laughs) (laughs) Cover up your answer after you've got it. I think I might know what Paul's going to argue for because it popped into my head, too. A broken heart. Oh, God. Oh. It's not my answer. That's not what popped into my head. (laughs) Paul, what's your answer? 
So I wrote the um, sheath of the cranial nerves because it does not regenerate when there's <laughs> damage to any of the cranial nerves. They do not get additional myelin sheath on there. What do you have to say about that, Dan? <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is correct. Speechless. Dan, Dan is speechless. Lost conduction is permanent to those nerves. The brain just learns how to adapt to it. That's not what I had on my answer sheet, but I will probably consider that unless somebody else answers it correctly. Hold on. On a similar note, I had the vestibular system vaguely because of the same reason. <laughs> However, I believe the correct answer is teeth. Teeth. I'm teeth. Teeth. Um, and the, in competitive nature, I'm going to challenge the vestibular system answer because I do believe I've treated patients whose positional vertigo has spontaneously resolved on its own. I didn't say vestibular system. I specifically <laughs> stated cranial nerves. Um, Alicia said vestibular system. She said the vestibular cranial nerve. <laughs> I didn't, but I'll take that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna award three points. Alicia is not going to get a point <laughs> to her. Paul, I will accept your argument. The answer that I had was teeth. You I said teeth, the teeth, actually. Though. Yes, indeed. For, you can for the record. The teeth. We <laughs> said heal, not mobilize. But that is a fun fact. I said teeth. Number 13. True or false? 50 50 chance. Uh -oh. False. I'm putting all the coins in. I want double the points if it's false. It's written down. It's done. Whoa. Wow. That's a bold move, Cotton. Anybody else want to do no. that? No. No. Nope. <laughs> Not changing it. <laughs> An overly pronated foot can create a functional leg length discrepancy. <laughs> hey, Paul, the answer's true. <laughs> you know what? I, I went out there on a limb. I'm sticking with it. I accept responsibility for my actions. <laughs> and this is the only way I will ever beat Paul at an anatomy right. quiz. <laughs> Paul, I'm so disappointed because I was totally anticipating you crushing the girls in this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of let down. That's rude. <laughs> I think I have more points than Alicia and Larissa combined. <laughs> oh, actually, I think we'd probably tie. Brian, can you confirm our scores over there? I certainly can. <laughs> Larissa, you are currently sitting at six and one third points. Did you just count that last one I got right? I, I did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, yes. Assuming that the correct answer is true. Mm -hmm. So you wrote that question. You know the answer to that one. Oh, of course. I did. The girls <laughs> the all picked true. Uh, so we are awarding points to Larissa. Alicia, Alicia and Sarah. And Sarah and not Paul <laughs> because he doubled down. Did you give me a point for teeth? I did give you a point. Good, thank you. Dan was clearly oh, not no, listening. Oh, no, I didn't give her a point for two. Oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry, I did not. That wasn't your first answer. You said vestibular system. I said I believe one could argue for the vestibular system. However, I believe the correct answer is teeth. Judges? She did. I'll give it to her. Okay. You may re-listen to the podcast. <laughs> okay, well, let's do this. Uh, let's go one more round, and then we will go with the, the final score right before the final question. All right, I like that. <clears throat> all right, Paul, I'll give you a chance to redeem all of it on this question. Okay. I'll give you 14 points if you get this question right. 
The medial and lateral portions of this muscle flex the DIP joints in the second through fifth digits of the hand. Everybody's looking at their hands right now. I bet they really wish they- Can you repeat that? Yes. The medial and lateral portions of this muscle flex the DIP joints in the second through fifth digits of the hand. <clears throat> it lies within the deep layer of the anterior antebrachium. Because that helped. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said something about Lady Annabelle? <laughs> <laughs> It is innervated by parts of C8 and T1 of the anterior interosseous of the median and part of the ulnar nerve. I had to look it up. I'm just Sarah, I'm not making what's your answer? Flexor digitorum longus. That's what I wrote as well. That is my answer also. That is also my answer. Ooh, it is the flexor digitorum Profundus. Fail. Yeah, that's probably true. I think we should get that one still. It's not the same <laughs> muscle. Two of the three words, right? <laughs> I'm not a hand therapist. I didn't. Just say to put that on the. <laughs> no one here is a hand therapist. Just to be clear. That's why I put it in there. To shout out to all our hand therapists, because that proves that none of us who don't treat the hand can get that question right. <laughs> Brooke would have gotten that right. Absolutely. Hopefully. All right. Last question. Oh, do you what, want to score? Yeah, well, let's have a final tally. Okay. And then, and then, Brian, do you think we should let him make a wager to see if they have a chance to win or not? Or we can... Wager points. We can maybe do that for our potential tiebreaker question. Ah, yeah, that's a good idea. Have as well. Kind of like a final Jeopardy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scoring update. Larissa, six and one third point. Alicia, six and one third point. Bring Sarah, nine and one third point. Paul, seven and one one eighth of a point. Even with his wager. Technically, I think Sarah and I are tied for the lead because what's mine is hers and what's hers is mine. Oh. Oh. Oh, I've earned one, this one all on my own. Ooh, that one's so sweet. Or is it what's hers is hers and what's mine is hers? I forget how this actually works. <laughs> yeah, that that yes, one. Dear. That sounds better. Yes, dear. All right. The 15th question. This muscle travels from the internal service, surface of the obturator foramen to the medial surface of the greater trochanter of the femur. It assists with hip external rotation and hip abduction only when the hip is flexed. I'm not going to stop listening. Could you say it again? <laughs> Blue car! This muscle travels from the internal surface of the obturator foramen to the medial surface of the greater trochanter of the femur. It assists with hip external rotation and hip abduction when the hip is flexed. It happens to be innervated by portions of L5, 
S1 and S2. Yep, you know, I had to bring in a coccyx sacrum question. I hope our pelvic health experts get this question right. <laughs> Larissa, you get to answer first. Obturator extras. Alicia. Oh no, I, I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Oh gosh. Um, I also agree with the obturator answer. Is that what you wrote? Obturator externus or obturator internus? Um, you know, I wrote internus and then I thought about my anatomical attachments and I'm going to change my answer to externus. What's the first but rule of test-taking strategies? Oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, Sarah was right. It is internus. Obturator internus, Dan. Obturator internus. I didn't write that down. Pass. <laughs> The correct answer. I literally wrote nothing down, sorry. <laughs> is obturator internus. There it is, folks. I believe Sarah is our lucky winner. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> that concludes our 25th anniversary episode. Thank you for all who have joined us. I hope that was somewhat fun for our contestants and you all as listeners to uh, have some random anatomical knowledge. When we reach our 50th episode, we will do something fun and different again. It will not be anatomy quizzes. This time, I will probably bring my co-host, Paul, in to help plan with this. And perhaps we will be bringing back Sarah, Alicia, and Larissa. We can only hope, Dan. (laughs) Um, So probably no feedback after this episode unless you're trying to debate or argue one of my answers. And as is always, the professor is always right, so therefore I will not respond to your emails. Just kidding. Um, if questions, feedback, give us uh, a shout out at therapistemotion at spoonerpt.com. Thanks.